You're listening to The Organized Thinker, and I'm your host, Leslie Geller, founder of Geller Coaching, a business and life coach, author, blogger, and motivational speaker. I've created this podcast for professionals that know what to do, but wish they were doing it in a more productive and meaningful way. Podcast number 17, The Magic in Repeatedly Letting Go. So let's take a look at the magic in letting go as a way to get present. And then how getting present will be the sweet spot in getting things done in a focused and mindful way every day. Yep, every single day. Imagine if every morning you awoke with the feeling that your head was clear and your thoughts were streamlined. You know, if you knew what was ahead of you, what was inside of you, and had no worries about what was behind you. Can you even imagine how much you could accomplish if that were the case? It's actually tough to get present, but it's even harder to stay present. In fact, it's so challenging that because of the inconsistencies really like within ourselves, people often choose to give up. You know, stop trying to figure out how to be the most present and focused. It's hard. People who surrender to the fact that, well, they aren't able to stay focused. And then they live their life around that, allowing themselves to feel all over the place, all day long, all week long, always. I hope that's not you or someone you know, because it is a brutal way to live. Yet, Even if you had moments at a time like that, there are some helpful perspective shifts that can change the way you do things. Perspective shifts that will help you clear out, you know, that obsessive thinking about things that are not in our control, but enable you to still be focused, still, and present. So we know for sure about the things that we should let go of, but do not but we're also clear about the things we can let go of and actually do. Yet what we need to learn is how to surrender in a way that's useful. I suppose in a way I'm one of the lucky ones in that due to unexpected hardships in my life, I was forced to learn to surrender to things beyond my control. I'll say lucky because I can see now that I needed that change. It created a whole new way to live, a better way. When I was in the thick of my life spinning, I was positive that the only way out was to fight like hell. I'm not sure what battle I thought I was fighting, but when I look back now, it seemed like it was a fight just to stay in the game on two feet, a fight to stay above water where the air was accessible. It was a mirage, really. It was about looking good and making sure everyone else around me was comfortable and happy too. It was what I believe was appropriate as a mother, daughter, Wife. It was all I knew, and it was a lot. I'm not sure that I chose defeat. I'm pretty sure it chose me, actually. I was worn out. I was too overwhelmed and exhausted. I just couldn't do another thing. And yet, there was still transformation. But if I had understood this theory better, I could have chosen surrender, like a choice. I could have actually chosen this notion of being powerless like a positive thing, not like another failed task in my life. Because the truth is, 
you know, often we think that we are powerful in places where we are really powerless. Like when we offer to help someone that didn't ask for help or get involved in problems that aren't, aren't ours to begin with. Or when we insist our way is the only way. In these moments, we think we are helpful and useful and that we can perhaps save someone from trouble on the other side. But in fact, if we could step back, we could see that these moments of belief that we can change outcomes for others are truly moments of powerlessness that we just want to deny. Yeah, but what if we could just accept powerlessness as a means to let go and get present? Right? That's different. In order to experience being truly present and happy, we really just have to let go, accept the feeling of being powerless long enough to say, okay, what can I do that's appropriately in my power? And then do the next right thing. The magic, though, isn't just in letting go. It is in repeatedly letting go. So let me relate that to some real-life instances. When my mind starts to perseverate about what I need to do for an upcoming event, yet no, nothing can be done now. I can just simply glance once more at my list, then release the thought. I mean, if there's nothing that can be done, physically looking at my list is enough of a reminder to let go of the thoughts surrounding the event, which then creates space to think clearly, get present. Yet not everything is so simple, right? What about the hundreds of other things that you can actually do more work on, just not at the same time as everything else? Or what about all of the things on your mind that are not within your control at all, yet feel deeply embedded in your thinking? Or the things that you're simply worried about, that they're going over and over in your mind? Even though the things that run through our minds have different levels of importance, they all keep you from staying present on any given task at hand. And this is where finding that sweet spot of how to let things go in a meaningful way will matter most. So let's start with the basics. Ask yourself a few questions when the mind starts to spin. Is this mind to fix? Is anything truly broken? How important is it? Is there something else I should be doing to take care of myself? Am I trying to control the outcome or be helpful? Can they do this themselves? Once you can get through that list, whether or not it is time to let go will be very clear. Keep the list close though. It doesn't become magic until it's repeated. And trust me on this, it will repeat itself. Thanks for listening today. And remember, if you change one thing, it can change everything.